Hello friends, Richard Young here. If you didn't know, The Magician's Podcast is back and it's bigger and better than ever before. It's now called The Magician's Podcast Network and the reason it's a network is you now receive not one, not two, but three completely unique magic podcasts every single week. Now the reason you might have missed this is we've had to move to a different feed. We are now part of the Apple subscription and Spotify subscription service models and the links to access these are in the synopsis of this episode. I'm going to give you a little taster of what you can expect if you subscribe to our network and give us a try. First of all, there's no contract. It is a monthly fee but you can cancel it at any time. And because it's now a paid podcast, we are able to pump money into the actual shows. So no longer am I just asking for a favour, but actually we're able to have proper hosts who get paid and also we're able to do things that cost money. Let me give you the first example. Have you ever wondered what would happen if two magicians visited two psychics? I mean, really, what sort of tricks do they use? Well, that's what we did a couple of weeks ago. We sent Neb and Harry, who are two of the hosts from the fantastic Face the Magic podcast that we have on our feed, off to visit two psychics. They secretly recorded what happened and created an incredible podcast. Have a listen to this. Although I work with the angels, not everything I say is gospel. Yeah. I don't think you realise how much you do for people, Harry. Okay. All right? You're very supportive. That's nice. Good evening, Harry. Good evening, Mr. Neb. How you doing? I'm good. You have one new message. First new message received today at 11.22 a.m. All right, fellas. Um, don't ask why, but I've just been watching this morning on ITV and um, they had a psychic on there. And uh, yeah, it was quite interesting, actually. And I suddenly got thinking, you know, I've never been to a psychic. To be honest, I haven't got time because I've got a kid's show to do this afternoon. But I was thinking, I'll send you two along to a psychic. So uh, I'd love you to go into it with an open mind and, uh, yeah, go and see what happens. I'm going to cash up you some money. Oh, also, De Cruz, that gig last week, I know it came off. Send me the commission. All right, fellas, have a good week. Okay. <laughs> oh. So we received that voice note a couple of days ago, and now I went straight into action and uh, booked ourselves a psychic reading. Different psychics, mm-hmm. and actually, weirdly, this is one of the first times we've not spoken about an experience or our thoughts. We, neither of us actually know what each other are going to say here yeah. or our thoughts going into this. It turns out it's kind of hard to book a psychic. Yeah. I, I thought they'd be everywhere. You can turn up to Camden Market and find them. So what was your, what was the booking process like? So if you don't know much about psychics, uh, generally there are two different techniques. One is cold reading and one is hot reading. Not that they necessarily know they're doing that. And of course, you know, there is a chance it could all be true you know but we don't believe that um but so cold reading and hot reading cold reading is when you say uh, you use language in a certain way that sounds like you know things um 
and hot reading is when you do know things because you've done research on somebody. Uh, we we made a conscious decision that we wanted uh, to go in cold. Essentially, we didn't want the chance for them to do any research. So, fake emails, fake names. What was your fake name? My fake name was James Hudson. It was originally set up an email as Alistair Hudson um, in in tribute to the great Alan Hudson. And I'm Harry Young, to refer to the uh, the great. Carl Young, the a psychologist. Brilliant. <laughs> Big fan. Actually, when I got there, this, this woman was not doing all that research. No, okay. <laughs> so it, was, it was kind of interesting. But at least, at least I knew going out. I mean, really, it was it was not that advanced. Um, so was that quite similar for you, your booking process? Yeah, pretty much the same. I fake email, fake name, uh, still Harry. I use my friend's phone number. Uh, my friend's name is actually Andrew Tate. Um, oh. Not the... Uh, misogynistic YouTuber Andrew Tate. <laughs> but you are friends with him as well. Yes, yeah, but he's currently in a Romanian jail so for sex trafficking, but um, this friend is in a British jail for sex trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, what were you feeling before going in? I can tell you exactly what it felt like because I recorded it. Oh, me too. Okay, I did, we did, and we haven't spoken about this, but I yeah. also did a recording. Okay, <laughs> right. brilliant. Okay. So, I'm here a little bit early. I'm on a little quiet street in Essex, and I'm about to go and see the psychic lady. I just uh, was reading our website. It says, I am a medium, which means I can speak to the dead, or as we politely like to call it, communicate with the spirit world. I've been known to communicate with deceased pets too, horses, cats, and dogs. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I am currently stood in the lobby of the building. It's like a shared workspace, loads of offices. Um, feeling quite nervous about, I guess, because I don't know what I'm going into necessarily or what they're going to ask me and I'm going to have to lie about myself and kind of be someone else or a version of myself. Um, obviously my whole life's been about magic and magicians and so I kind of had to cut that out. And also, um, I just had a milkshake drink which I thought was lactose free but turns out it has semi-skimmed milk in it um, and I'm lactose intolerant and so I might shit my pants in 40 minutes but hopefully she will be able to tell me whether or not I'm going to shit myself or not ahead of time. Uh, here we go. So, so she starts off straight away. I'm getting a man, um, maybe a granddad. Has your granddad passed? So I say yes. Is granddad in spirit? Yes. Oh my word. He was an absolute like, oh I've just hit myself. Like do you know what I mean? He was such a force. Yeah. Um, she, and then she follows up, and it's like so early on, she follows it with a... He wasn't in the military, was he? A great classic... Negative and positive. Negative and positive at the same time. And I was like, straight away, I'm like, oh, this, like, we've got a beautiful mentalist cold reading. You know, it wasn't a red card, was it? And she said, what is it you do for a living? I said, oh, I'm an entertainer. She went, oh, doing what? And I said, I'm a musician. Oh, great, and a band, solo, and I said, better both. And then, in the coming minutes, she go, I'm getting, I'm getting an image of bagpipes. <laughs> no! Yeah. 
No! Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she went there. And, and Fucking hell, that's so good. And then she said... That's so good. She said, are you... Are you are you Scottish? She had detected an accent, and I said, "Yeah." She said, "I wasn't sure if you know." I thought, I thought, I did think I'd. I, 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 I don't, I don't know my accents very well, so fucking. And I mean, come on, come on. You don't work in graphics or something like that, do you? No. What's your line of work? Um, entertainment. How is it? What do you do? I play music. Oh, fantastic! Solo or with a band? Yeah, both. Oh, cool. Got something going on with bagpipes at the moment. Okay. I'm being shown bagpipes. If you're not mm-hmm. doing anything musically with bagpipes, then obviously it's a symbol of Scotland. You, you're Scottish? Yeah. yeah. Like I thought, slight accent, but I don't know if that's what I'm saying, bagpipes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing, isn't it? And that is just a taster. Neb and Harry Face the Magic is on the feed every single Wednesday. Some of the other episodes they've already made, How to Be a Magic Consultant. Have you ever wanted to be a magic consultant, you want to add that string to your bow? Well, Harry DeCruz worked for Dynamo for years and he's just been working with Darren Brown on the new show, Unbelievable. That episode talks about how you can become a magic consultant. There's another episode where they discuss the five best magic tricks they've ever seen in their lives. And the latest episode is a bad gig story episode where they've gone off and spoken to lots of magicians and collated the worst gig stories. It's a hilarious podcast that I know you will love. Now, of course, the podcast that you remember was me interviewing magicians. And my co-host, Alan Hudson, used to be on just in the first 10 or 15 minutes. Well, he laid down the law and said, if I'm going to come back and do the podcast again, I want to speak to the guests. And that's what our podcast now is. It's called What's Going On? And every single week, we sit down and talk to someone who is hot in the magic world about whatever's going on that week in magic. Over the last few weeks, we've had some incredible guests on. Christian Grace, the man of the moment who has come out and released the Enigma trick, which I know you've heard of. He was our guest. He answered some really challenging questions about Enigma, things that people have wanted to know. And also recently, we had the brand new president of the Magic Circle, Marvin Burglass, on the podcast. It was the very first interview he gave, and it was recorded the morning after he became president. In addition to a brilliant chat with Marvin, we also had a word with his dad, David Burglass. His first public comments about his son becoming president are on the feed. Now, at the end of the episode every week, we do something called 20 Magic Questions, and it's a fast-paced way of finding out some interesting stuff about the guests. This is Marvin Burglass's 20 Magic Questions. By the way, Hudson hates doing this bit. Hudson, last week we ended the episode with your, your wife, Cat with 20 Magic Questions. Are you prepared to admit now that you were wrong and actually the segment was a huge hit? I don't, I, I mean, look, if you like Smash Hits magazine and you like the sort of questions that they ask, then it's great. It's a, it's a fine segment. If you, if we want to know if he prefers redbacks or blueback bicycles, like it's mm. a good segment, but I'm not convinced. Well, Marvin has very kindly agreed to take part in it again to end this week's episode. So, uh, Marvin, you ready for this? Sure. I'm going to hit the music. Here we go. Question one, if you had to be stuck on a desert island with one magician, who would it be? One of my 
first <coughs> good friends in magic was a guy called Tim Sayer, great magician. He was an ex-marine, a policeman. He then became a priest. <laughs> and at the time he was a real womanizer as well so and he would be perfect because he could ex-marine he could sort of build the houses and cut trees down all that sort of stuff give me a piggyback up the mountain or whatever first thing you do in the morning um well we've got a lovely little dog called eddie uh he's a schnauzer and he's allowed upstairs and he sleeps onto the bed and i have a bundle with him every morning What's the best magic show you ever saw? I was lucky to go to a um, comedy club where on the bill was Hans Moretti and Helga, very intimate club, and the raw talent and the closeness to their fantastic illusion was mind-boggling at the time. A magic trick you wish magicians would stop doing? Um, the Scott be smash and stab. The most famous person you've done a magic trick for? I have to say Michael Jackson, two or three times. Young, I think we're going to struggle to beat Jacko in if we do these anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the first magician you saw live? That would be my dad, of course. Who is the magician you speak to or text the most? Speak to's got to be dad. Uh, text probably Fitchy, Michael J. Fitch, of course. A gig you haven't done that you'd still love to do. I'm lucky enough to have been Arsenal's magician since 1993, so I've done a lot of their championship and FA Cup winning things. I would love to do the party after they win the Champions League, which they haven't done yet. The most expensive magic purchase you've made. I, you know what, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Coin Unique, because everybody has got that, spent it, got that, spent it, got that, spent oh, it, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go, I'm going to say Coin Unique. That's a good answer. Yeah. A trick or routine you'd love to do that you can't. Uh, what about the burglass effect? Uh, good answer. I've been trying that for years. It doesn't work unless uh, a certain person does it. <laughs> Uh, number 12, if you had to do an allusion to music, what song would you use? There's a great track called Mysteries of the World by MFSB. Check it out, it starts off really eerily and weird. It made a great illusion because it starts off sort of like crazy and then it goes into some real funk soul beat. I love it. What's the biggest lie magicians tell themselves? I've read the instructions before playing with the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> a dead magician you wish you could have a chat with? Actually, it's my godfather, Marvin Roy. If you got a magic tattoo, what would it be of and where would you have it? You mean another magic tattoo? You already got one? Yeah. What is it? You know it. No, I don't know this. Oh no, it's not you, is it? Now I've got the little Marvin's Magic Man on my, my left buttock, yeah. You're joking. Am I? <laughs> Go on, I'll show you now. <laughs> oh my God, he really has! I
That's an exclusive. <laughs> That's why people should be subscribing here. <laughs> Who knew that? Your Mount Rushmore of Magic. It's got to be Berglas, obviously. David Williamson. David Williamson. Uh, love him. Um, I would say Charlie Fry, one of the most talented uh, and nicest guys in Magic. Um, and I'm going to put David Blaine there because I think he's been really influential. Loved his show when he came over. Uh, and I think he's been great for Magic. So I'd say those four. And I apologise to some Magic friends that I missed out on. And an extra question this week. This beautiful house I'm in, how much is it worth? Shall I go? Which house? <laughs> That's a good answer. What are you hoping to achieve with this question? It's is, it is ridiculous. Hudson. He's always negative, Hudson. Okay, listen, back in July, you know Darren Brown launched his new book, Notes from a Fellow Traveller. They have sold thousands of copies of it. I was very lucky. I was given an advanced copy, and I hosted the book launch event at the Magic Circle headquarters on July the 4th, and it is available on the feed. It's an incredible insight into Darren Brown. It's a one-hour interview, me and him chatting. There's also a 30-minute Q&A, and, of course, there was the book signing as well. Now, here's the really amazing bit. When you subscribe to the Magicians Podcast Network, you will be able to watch the Notes from a Fellow Traveller book launch as a movie. We shot it that night with multiple movie cameras, and it's uh, my gift to you when you subscribe. So all you have to do when you subscribe is take a screenshot of your subscription, email it to Podcast at gmail.com, and we will give you access to the movie of Darren Brown's Notes from a Fellow Traveller book launch. Okay, so there's one more podcast which you get every week when you subscribe, and it's called Through the Magic of Television. It's hosted by my great friend Alex McAleer, and every week Alex sits down with a special guest and goes back and watches an old Magic TV special from the past. Often, the guest was actually involved in the making of the TV show. This week, his special guest is John Archer. You will, of course, remember John was the very first person to ever fool Penn and Teller on the Fool Us TV show. Well, this podcast is all about the pilot episode that John was involved with. It's an amazing hour of nostalgia. John, of course, is incredible. Here is a special teaser for you. Hello? Glad you made it. Are we live? Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce... Through the magic of television... Hello there, listener. Welcome to Through the Magic of Television, the Magic Rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Alex McAleer, and my guest this week is former police officer, former bodybuilder, and current comedy magician John Archer. Yes, all of those things are true. Everybody who comes on the show tonight uh, is going to be very, very brave. Uh, it's really tough to do a trick for someone who might actually tell you what they think afterwards. So, fool us. The spoiler alert for the listeners, you fooled them as we just discussed. Did you take, did you go out to Vegas? Was that, because I know these days you could, they don't really want you to come out to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> just 
take some take a cash prize and it's <laughs> the, it, the trophy well it, it's odd now isn't it because it's filmed in their theater yes in vegas so the prize is to perform there again <laughs> <laughs> um, and also probably at their convenience yeah so uh, yeah for nobody so it's um <laughs> i think the prize is less important uh, ben and i ben Earl, who also fooled the double spoiler alert yeah. um we did go out and we probably got the best deal out of anybody who fooled them because later on you know when they started doing the series we did the pilot when they started doing the series obviously you know people went out there for a couple of days did the show flew home uh because ben and i were the first to fool them and then they were going to do a series based on that pilot they said that you know we had a film crew with us yes so we're out there for a week you know my wife came out ben's partner then now his wife went out with him and we spent a week there and the hired stretch limousines we went on a helicopter ride we were you know drinking cocktails at the top of some bar somewhere filming us um and we just had a fantastic week we were trapped like you know superstars and then we performed in their show at the end uh which was just i mean it was unbelievable we they finished their show and said we're going to do one more trick if you need to leave you can which i think was a rule of the mm. probably of the casino that they didn't want them yeah they need the people back on the floor yeah they, yeah they need people spending money but nobody really did leave but they were given the opportunity to leave but then also at that point they did one other trick while the audience were deciding what to do uh, and during that point just lots of magicians sort of filed into the theatre. It's like Chris <laughs> Keno and Armando Lucero and, and Matt King and, and it just you know just all all the names, all the Vegas magicians names, all sort of came in and were stood either side to see these two people <laughs> who'd fooled Penn and Teller. It was like performing and, and, and of course, you know Ben, who's just you know remarkable with cards. So so it was. I mean that itself, just performing to their full theatre, but also these. Las Vegas magicians have stood around to watch. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was very, very special. It is the most incredible hour or so podcast. Uh, listening to John reliving that incredible night, and also he talks about his success on Britain's Got Talent. Do you remember that he had a technical problem during the semi-final that he dealt with? in a way we all could only dream of he was such a pro he goes through it with Alex and talks about exactly what happened that night and the outs that he had in place in addition to the John Archer episode of Through the Magic of Television there are many other episodes too uh, Nick Lacapo from Penguin Magic re-watched a David Copperfield TV special Looch the Mind Reader re-watched a Darren Brown TV special and I sat down with Alex and relived mine and Strange's appearance on the ITV1 show The Next Great Magician no one ever knew what happened in the deliberation room on that TV show well I spilled the beans on it and Andrew O'Connor who was the producer of the show genuinely was pretty pissed off for me uh, for doing so afterwards it's on the feed now you can listen to it look I've said enough it's the Magicians Podcast Network you can subscribe to it right now you'll get three different magic podcasts every single week with great presenters come and join our community and of course don't forget you'll also get the Darren Brown Notes from a Fellow Traveller book launch as a movie as well as a podcast. You can subscribe to us right now through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify. There's no contract, but I promise you there's lots and lots of fun. You will be using this multiple times a week. Give us a try. Welcome to the Magician's Podcast Network. Music.